Father God, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we thank you, O oh Father, for this beautiful day. We thank you that today, O oh Lord, we are alive to proclaim your gospel, O oh God, to profess your holy name. We thank you for your divine favor, for your divine protection, for your divine intervention, O oh God, in our lives, Almighty God. We thank you, O oh Lord Jesus, O oh Lord, for the gift of life, the gift of salvation, the gift of eternal life. We thank you, Father, that you are faithful in our lives, in our families' lives, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, O oh God. Father, we thank you that today we are here to share your word with the world. Father, may you, O oh God, may you, O oh God, open our hearts. May our hearts, O oh God, be the good soul that, O oh God, is needed for your word, which is a seed, to grow in it, O oh God, until we all come to the fullness and knowledge of our Lord, Jesus Christ, O oh God. Father, we pray in the name of our Lord Jesus. Thank you, O oh Lord. Oh yes, oh yes, let me take this time to salute you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Brothers and sisters, brethren, wherever you are in the world, this morning I greet you. I know somewhere it's not morning, but here in South Africa it's morning. So it's good night to you if you are on the other part of the world and it is um, the evening to you there. Well, let me just take this time to, to tell you what we are all about today. Today it's interesting and, 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 and I'm happy to tell you that we are starting a new service as I have, praise God, um, announced in the previous segment that today we are beginning a new series and it is called The Mind of God. We are looking on this series on the mind of God. So the whole of this week, starting from today until Friday, we will be looking and the mind of God. Hallelujah. It's going to be exciting. We pray that the Lord will help us, oh God, to divide his word according to his will in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So today we are beginning a new series and it is themed the mind of God. It is themed the mind of God. So let us begin without wasting any time. So who has known the mind of the Lord that he might instruct him? So you get this verse from the first Corinthians chapter 2, verse 16. Who has known the mind of God that he might instruct him? So the eternal mind of God is far greater than that of mankind and beyond human understanding. We only get an inkling of the grandeur and the power of God's mind through God's revelation and of himself and his word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, um, let us look at the book of at the book of Isaiah, Isaiah 55, verse 8 to 9, Isaiah 55. It reads like this. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. So declares the Lord, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are, the, are my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts 
than your thoughts. So, in order for you to understand God's mind in a small measure, so in order for us, in other words, to understand God's mind in a small measure, we need to know how our own mind operates because we were created in the in God's image and likeness. So, I want us to go back to, to the verse, in, to, the, to the scripture in Isaiah that says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. That is why uh, God would say that my thoughts, praise God, are to prosper you. So, in other ways, you in your situation right now, for, I, I am making an example here. Maybe you are in lack right now. Maybe you are unemployed. And perhaps a word has been released over your life by a prophet. And the prophet says, by this time next year, you will be a manager in a certain company. And you stay there in doubt. Praise God. Because it is only natural for human beings to look at the problem that they are facing. Praise God. Not beyond the problem. But God knows beyond our problems. God knows beyond our problems. You might be looking at poverty right now. Or you might be looking at your sickness right now. I am just making an example. But a word of God comes to you and says, you will be healed. So you read the word of God and the word of God says that by his stripes we, were, we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. In fact, the healing has already started. Praise God. You are healed if you believe. Praise God. But you stay there in, you stay there in, in doubt and you say, no, no, there's no cure for cancer. There's no cure for HIV. I don't think that I will be healed. But believe and hold on to the word of God. Because God is not a man that he should lie. So, in other words, what I'm trying to say is that his thoughts, truly the Bible is true, that his thoughts are not like our thoughts. Praise God. His thoughts are not like our, and his ways are not like our ways. Praise God. Because God, he created the heavens and the earth. He was there before the earth was created. He was there before the universe was created. He is the creator of heaven. He is all-knowing. He is all-powerful. And he is all-present because he is Alpha. He is Omega. So his thoughts cannot be like our thoughts. Praise God. Neither are his ways can be our ways. So declares the Lord. So as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways are higher than your ways and your thoughts and my thoughts than your thoughts. Praise God. So in order to understand the mind of God, not, not, not entirely, the entirety, praise God, or in full, but uh, as, as I say here, yeah, in small measure or in small portion in order to understand. Because we can never comprehend. We can never ever fully understand the ways of God. That is why we are human beings and He is God. But I want us to look because we are created in His image and in His likeness. Therefore, we have the same traits as Him. Praise God. So, man is made from two basic elements. Hallelujah. Man is made from two basic elements. 
the physical and the spiritual. So the body and the spirit. So these two elements were uni when united, when united form a third entity called the soul or a living being. I want you to read Genesis chapter 2 verse 7 because it says the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground. It is the body that was formed. The body of Adam that was formed from the dust of the ground. And the Bible says and he breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. That is another element. The body on its own could do nothing. So it needed life. So God had to breathe life in the body of man for it to, 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 to have life. And the body and life, praise God. And I want us to, to continue with, the, with this scripture. And the Bible says, and the Bible says, after God had, 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 had built man, had created man of the dust of the of the ground he breathed into his nostrils and the bible continues and says and man became a living soul that means man became a person so the body and the spirit makes a person or a living person or a soul so our physical body which includes the brain our five senses when united to our spirit, the breath of God becomes a soul, right? A living person with a mind. So the mind of a man consists of thoughts, desires, emotions, imaginings, reasonings, ideas, dreams, plans, purposes, decisions. So obviously, we are God created us to be like him in image and in likeness so if our minds have all these praise God consist of all these I, I have I have I, I have uh, outlined this these are thoughts desires emotions imaginings reasonings ideas dreams plans purposes decisions praise God purposes and decisions that are produced by the union of man's body and spirit. Sadly, due to the fall of Adam, man's whole being of body and spirit were defined, resulting in condemnation and death. That is exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. When men disobeyed God, they became defiled because sin defiles a man. Praise God. Sin defiles a man. I want to make an example here. You know, when, when Jesus was on the cross, praise God, we all know that why he came. The purpose was to, was, was, was reconciliation, reconciling us back to God. Praise God. Making sure that we are reconciled back to God. Hallelujah. So, in other words, to die for our sins. So the Bible says, on that cross, he became, he became sin. And that moment that he became sin, God left him. That is why he says, my father, my father, why have you forsaken me? Just to show you that where there is sin, God is not there. 
God departs. That is why when you read the book of Genesis, you will understand that the moment Adam and Eve, praise God, sinned. So God left them, left them because they were created to be divine human beings because they were created in the image and likeness of God. So the traits that they have, they were of God. So that is why, sadly due to the fall of Adam, man's whole being of body and spirit were defied, hallelujah, resulting in condemnation and death, resulting in condemnation and death. Sin ruled in man's body and spirit so that the mind and personality which is soul became fleshly which is when something we say you become fleshly, we say that you are carnal. That means you are you do not live in the spirit, you live in your flesh. So we know that when you live in the flesh, you can never ever be able to fight sin because the devil represents the flesh because the flesh desires sin, praise God. And God is against sin. So became fleshly carnal. So the results of this carnality was that the mind of man was affected by our fallen nature. Praise God. So the result of this carnality was that the mind of man was affected by our fallen nature, resulting in sinful thinking and sinful deeds. In sinful thinking. And look, look, read, uh, read Romans 7. Romans 7 verse 14 says, I am carnal, sold under sin. I am carnal, sold under sin. I am carnal, sold under sin. You are carnal when you are not living in the spirit. You look at yourself before you came to Christ. I look at myself before I came to Christ. I was deep and living in sin. Praise God. I was deep in living. So the Bible says, when you live in darkness, when you live in sin, the Bible says, you live in condemnation because when you die in that state, the state of sin, praise God, that means that you will die and go to hell. So the Bible is clear on that. But because of God's grace, because God is a God of mercy and a God of compassion and God who forgives, because His love, the Bible says, is unfailing. It is unconditional. There is no love that can be compared with the love of, of God because the love of human beings, the love of you and me is conditional. We love people only when they do what we like. Praise God. When they, the minute they do what we don't like, all of a sudden we say, I don't love you anymore. I fall out of love with you. You are not the man I thought you were. You are not the woman I thought you were. Praise mighty Jesus. But God does not look at that. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the minute you accept Jesus Christ, praise God, as your Lord and Savior, and you repent, praise God. So the Bible says you die from the old person dies. And now the new person, the new creation that is in Christ now lives. So the old person used to be carnal. The carnal person represents the carnal person, the person in sin or the Adamic nature. Praise God. After sin, after they have fallen from grace. So when you live in sin, you present Adam who has fallen from grace. 
you have fallen from grace but when you accept Jesus Christ that means now you are being brought back to 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 to, to your state the state of divinity exactly where God wants us to be praise God to walk in obedience to his word to walk in obedience to his will hallelujah that is where God wants us to be but when we live in sin we have fallen from that praise god and and god is not there when you are in sin because he departs from sinners he departs from sinners the only time that god works with you is when you repent you begin you start by accepting christ as your as your lord and savior then you repent you confess your sins and then god will walk with you because you are now in the light you are now walking in obedience but you cannot even after you have accepted Christ as your personal savior and lord therefore praise god that means that that it it does not end there but you must make sure praise god that is why the bible says you must be teachable you must be teachable the word of god must live in you it must be in your heart you must meditate upon the word of god day and night so that you will be able to walk in the will of god in the ways of god if you don't know the word of god you will not know what god expects from you the will of god for your life you will not know but you will continue to walk in darkness even after you have confessed that you you believe Christ Jesus died and was resurrected praise and that will not help you because if you continue to walk in sin after being introduced to the knowledge of Christ therefore you are no different from a person who is still in sin who has not known Christ because that means we have fallen from grace and that means God is not with you because God is not with a person who is a sinner Glory to Master Jesus. So, Romans says Romans 7 says 14, I am carnal, sold under sin. So, the carnal mind is hostile to God. So, then Romans 8:7 and 8. So, those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. Uh, do you hear what the Bible says? That those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. We are talking here about the mind of God, but we we had to first praise God. Looking if we want to understand even a small measure if we want to understand anything about the mind of God, even if it is a small portion or a small measure, we must understand our mind, the mind of man because we are created in the image and likeness of God that means that what these things that we we we, we consist these traits the thoughts the desires emotions imaginings um reasonings ideas dreams plans purposes decisions these are exactly what God has because we are created in his likeness so in other words we are like him in every aspect except sin because in him there is no sin he is perfect he is without blemish no stain in him is found he's holy he's pure he's god hallelujah glory to master jesus so our carnal minds know the difference between good and evil right and wrong but we are unable by our own power 
turn from evil and do good. We cannot. Even though we know, even when you are in sin, you do know what I'm doing is wrong. Huh? That is why the Bible says that we are helpless sinners. Even though we know what we do, we know that cheating is wrong, sleeping around is wrong, stealing is wrong, killing is wrong, but we cannot help ourselves. By ourselves, we cannot help us. It is when, it is when the grace of God finds you in those sins, lingering in those sins, because I was able, praise God, to walk away from alcohol, to walk away from sexual immorality. Now I'm talking about me. To walk out, I'm not, I was not an alcoholic, but I'm just saying, I, I used to drink from time to time. Praise God, when I was living in sin, when I did not know Christ, I used to smoke cigarettes. I used to drink, and I was more of a, um, a, a, a womanizer more than anything. So I do know, you know, but I was able to walk away from that sin of flesh the moment it, it, it took time i must be honest with you because you, you you know you you allow but when you open your heart and allow the holy spirit of god to guide you then you are able to defeat these um desires of the flesh it took i remember when i accepted christ you know i, I you know within a year i, I continued within a year i, I I cheated on my wife. I went and I and I slept around yet again with a certain with a certain girl. Praise God! But by this time, I was already going to church. I already knew Christ. By this time, praise God! But I was not in the level of understanding because I was not reading or studying the Word of God. So the minute I started to read the Word of God, meditating upon the Word of God, that is how I knew exactly what the Lord expects from me as a believer in Christ. That is how the Word of God taught me. That is, that is when the Word of God taught me how to live a, a holy life according to the will of the Father. That is why I say the Word of God is very important to read it for yourself. To read it for yourself because your pastor in church can only teach you, you know, this much. But the, the rest of the Bible, it, 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 it is dependent on you. It is upon you to study the rest of the Bible by yourself and pray that the Holy Spirit will guide you in understanding the Word of God. And when you do that, then you will begin, the Word of God will, will minister to you. The Word of God will teach you because the Word of God rebukes you and it corrects you and it teaches you. Praise God. That is something that I love about the Word of God. When you do things, when you study the Word of God, you say, wow, I did not know our, this was wrong. God did not like this. So from now on, I'm not going to do it. No, that is how the Word of God teaches you. And the Word of God, maybe you were doing something that you were not aware that is a, that, that, that is that is a sin to God or is something that God does not like. And you begin to read the Word of God. And when you come across that thing, the Word of God is rebuking you. And you say, wow. You know, wow, that is how the Word of God has helped me to be where I am today in terms of walking with God. And I know that it can do the same for you, for you, if you study the Word of God for yourself. I can only, as a preacher teach or a teacher, teach you so much, but the, the, the Bible is too huge for you to depend on, on one man standing on the pulpit. That is why we buy Bibles. That is why we must study them and meditate upon them. It's
is to know the will, the purpose of Father, the thoughts of God, the dreams of God, the plans of God for our lives. Because all these things we find in the word of God. So otherwise, sin, we cannot fight sin by ourselves. We need the grace of God. We need the Holy Spirit of God to help us in this uh, part. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Let us continue. So said, we said, our carnal minds know the difference between good and evil. Of course, it does right and wrong. But we are unable by our own power to turn from evil and do good. You know, I'm going to make an example. For instance, when, uh, as we are talking about this, uh, um, look at the law of Moses. Praise God. Look at the law of Moses. Praise God. So the Bible says that there was a law um, of Moses that um, the Israel had to follow. Praise God. But it was a law that reminded them that they are sinners. But it was a law. But the, the something that was lacking within the Israelites was faith. There was law, but there was no faith. Hallelujah. There was law, but there was no faith. Are you hearing me? There was law. But there was no faith. Hallelujah. There was law, but there was no faith. I, I don't know if you understand me. So, so now, looking at the law, the Bible says that you know that if you have seen, for for an example, in those days, if you read the Old Testament, you will realize that whenever they sin, they had to perhaps you bring a goat or a ram, you know, for for sin offering, you know. Or whatever that you want to 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 to, to do, but you, the blood, praise God, because you wanted to be forgiven by God, so blood was necessary for that to happen. But that blood, praise God, did not bring them into consciousness of sin. Praise God. It is only the blood of Jesus Christ that brought back consciousness in man. Praise God. In men, praise God. That is why when you are an unbeliever, still not knowing Christ, living in your sin, it's hard for you to comprehend, you know, the impact of sin. Or it's hard for you. That is why when you steal, you know, you say it is wrong, but, you know, it is wrong. Yes, I'm stealing my mother's money. It's wrong. You know, you not think about God because there's no conscious there. Praise God. The only conscious comes when you accept Jesus, then the Holy Spirit will bring conscience. Whatever you do wrong, the Holy Spirit will remind you that you have done wrong. It is wrong. You must ask for forgiveness. Take this back. You have stolen this. It does not belong to you. Or go and, and confess your sin to the person that you have done wrong. You, you, you have wronged. Praise God. So, But that does not happen when you are a sinner. I know what I'm talking about. I, I used to drink alcohol, get drunk, wake up next morning with a hangover and I didn't um, feel guilty about it. I used to commit sexual immorality. I did not feel guilty about it. In fact, I loved it. It made me feel like I was more of a man than anything else. (laughs) You see? But the moment I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior, I did that and I felt so guilty, so guilty. I had to repent, I had to confess my sin, I had to ask for forgiveness, God, and I did that, then I felt peace in my heart, and I, and I rebuked myself, because 
word of the word of God rebukes me. So I had to rebuke myself. So the word of God must be a mirror to you. Praise God. It must be a mirror. There must be something that happens when you when you want to do go bad, when you want to commit sin. If the word of God must be there to rebuke you. Don't do it. You must be able to tell, don't do it. Hallelujah. So we cannot fight sin by ourselves in the name of our Lord. So our fallen nature has so weakened our minds that they became carnal and, and, and unable to please God. So um, I see another law at work. This is what Paul says in the book of Romans chapter 7 verse 23 says, I see another law at work in the members of my body waging war against the law of mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work in my members. That is why I am saying there is a war that is waging on within you. Praise God. Within you. But you cannot win this war. You can never because even though Paul says we are more than conquerors, yes, we are more than conquerors when we are in Christ, as the Bible says. But out of Christ, we are not conquerors because we can never conquer sin. But we are able to conquer sin. We are able to put the flesh to rest when we walk in spirit. Because when we walk in spirit, we are walking in the will of the Father because the Spirit of God is pure, it is holy, it will not lead us into sin, but it will lead us into the ways of the Father. Hallelujah. I don't know if someone is, is hearing me right now, but I want you to understand that there is a waging war. The only way for you to conquer the only way for you to conquer is to allow the Holy Spirit of God to lead you, not the flesh. Because the flesh can only lead you into sin. So man's mind originally created in harmony and in union with God's mind. It's no longer so. But now it's defiled and at enmity with the Creator due to his fall into sin. We are going to end it here for today. Remember, this is the first segment in the series themed or called The Mind of God. So today, we are basically, because before you understand the mind of God, we must look at, at the mind of man. We have talked about the mind of man, which is the mind of man. Or we said that the mind of man is, was defined and has been defined. By, by, by the devil from the days of Adam. Praise God. So the only way for you to, 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 to come back to God, to be put back in, in your original position, is to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. After accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior, study the word of God. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you. That is the only way because by yourself you cannot fight off this sinful nature of man, these evil desires. Hallelujah. Remember the, the devil is cunning. He will show you things. He will show you things. He will show you things for you to be tempted. Hallelujah. So we talked about that, the mind of man. Tomorrow, in, in, in another segment, we are basically now going deep. We are basically talking about exactly the mind of God. We looked at the mind of man today. Tomorrow we are 
go into 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 the mind of God, and then we will understand from there. Praise mighty Jesus. I hope that you grow well wherever you are. I am Lada Day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Father, for your word that saves. We thank you, O oh God, for your word that feeds us, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, for this day. We thank you, O oh God, for everything that you are doing for us this season, everything that you are about to do for us this season in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father. Well, let me take this time to say bye-bye until next time. Please don't miss out tomorrow. Don't miss out tomorrow. Don't miss out tomorrow. Don't miss out tomorrow. It's still going to be late. We're still going to learn. I will learn. You will learn. All of us, we will learn. Thank you, Jesus. Bye-bye. I love you with the love of the Father. Thank you.